0: Hey guys, welcome back to She's Unoffendable and That She Is Me. Thank you so much for coming back and listening. Today, I want to answer a question that I get asked all the time, or I have been asked all the time for the last 19 years. So for those of you who are just joining, my husband is in prison. It took me a long time to actually say that out loud to people it was something that i really did hold shame around for a while i felt like i just felt like i don't know kind of like i was doing something wrong by loving somebody that was in prison and yet you love who you love and society tries to tell us what that should look like and i had a lot of figuring out to do um It took me probably until our son graduated before I actually started sort of being more free about it. Of course, my closer circles knew about it, but, um, very close circles because I was definitely not forthcoming, um, Because you know, at the end of the day, I don't know about you, but I don't have any time for people's judgment. And I don't want to have to sit and explain why I feel like this, why I feel like that, why I'm with this, you know, person. It's like, I love him. He's innocent. I know that he is. But again, society, it's sort of like we have gotten very comfortable with throwing people away. We've gotten very comfortable with going, Hey, you're not serving me right now. So, you know, you're going to be in prison. I got to go fend for myself. And there's the, the, the whole, the whole depth to love is lost in that. Like what is love if it's not a verb? Love is a verb. Love is something that, that inspires action. It inspires you to show up. So I'm not going to say that the last 19 years have all been a bunch of roses and lollipops and gum, gumdrops. I mean, we've definitely, um, we've had to do the work. We've had to do the work because what I figured out is that the relationships that we want, the relationships that you have in your life, the, 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 the emptiness that maybe you feel if you are not, don't have a significant other in your life. Um, you know, that emptiness is something that you can actually fill. And people don't want to believe that because well, society tells us it has to look like this, or it has to look like that. But in reality, you get to pick how you want your life to look. Now, I am not advocating that we all have husbands in prison. But this situation did or wives because there's I'm sure some men that listen. Um, but You know, this situation did help me to grow and figure out who am I? What do I represent? What am I about? And so one of the questions I get the most is how did you stay? And did you stay faithfully? I get so many people that ask me that. Were you there, you know, when, when, you know, did, have you had somebody on the side the whole time? And let me just, let me just put the rumors to rest. Not that there are any, because if you know me, you know that I'm a very solid person. What you see is what you get. Um, I'm not doing things behind the scenes that, um, you know, I mean, it is what it is. So I don't know how to... Uh, give my attention in two different places. So I don't even try. Um, I've been with my husband and I have been a 100% faithful and have been about him. Um, You know, and there's stories that are going to come out because not stories about anything that's, you know, happened, but, you know, down the line, we're going to talk about the fact that, you know, divorce is a thing that we do when we've decided we can't be happy, right? With somebody. I was in that place with my husband a couple years ago. We both were, we were, well, I was in the place where I felt like, you know, we had been through some things. There had been some, some, uh, some issues and nothing more than normal people deal with. It was just, we had a space barrier as well, which might've been good in some situations. But, um, So aside from the fact that we were going to get a divorce, so we were separated for a little while, um, you know, it's not difficult to stay with somebody when you realize that the relationship that you're looking for, no matter how many people you fill up your life with, the relationship that you are actually looking for in every single one of those people is the relationship between you and you. And what we tend to do is we want to find that in other people and then we hold them accountable. Hey, you're not doing what I want you to do. So I feel bad. And since I feel bad, I want you to change and in this situation, the reason I was able to stay, the reason I was able to actually be happy. And that's the thing that people are like, how are you happy? Like you don't have that physical side of it. But y'all, everything is spiritual first. We are spiritual beings in a physical body. So we are not physical beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a physical experience. And so those physical things are great. And trust me, I cannot wait till he gets home to have them. However, being celibate is not hard to me, you know, because it's an emotional thing. It is an emotional um connection. And that's where when you have that relationship with yourself, when you've done the work, when you really realize that the relationship between you and you, you finding your balance, you finding your standards, you finding your happiness and joy and allowing that happiness and joy to flow through you, you're actually going to be happier than people. I, my husband and I joke about this all the time because we're like, there's no way we are happier than lots of people who live under the same roof. And because we we do talk, we talk all the time and, um, you know, we do have conversations. And I think there's a lot of people who are living this dream and it looks so good from the outside, but they're not having conversations every day. They're not connecting every day. And I've had this theory about divorce for so long. And I saw it happen in my own world is that when we start to focus more on what we don't like, and less on what we do like, that is the beginning of the recipe for divorce. That is where you've forgotten why you're there. You've forgotten what you love, and you've decided to focus on what you don't like. And we think, very, very erroneously, we think that if we focus on what we don't like, we get that person to change, then all of a sudden we're going to be happy. But what happens is, is that we keep the thing that's not making us happy keeps changing. And so we're blaming everybody else instead of looking at ourselves and going, damn, how can, what, what's going on with me that I need all of these things to change for me to be okay? You know, like, why am I not able to control my focus? Why am I not able to focus on what it is that I like and evoke those feelings? Because here's the thing, guys, the manifestation, the very first manifestation is a feeling. That's the very first manifestation. So when I sit down and every morning, um, usually I work out and then I do writing. I write about you know, how I want to feel. I do my energetic hustle. It's something I push everywhere. It's a free um, little workbook that I put together. But, you know, I do that every single morning. And when I do, I'm always looking for how can I connect to how I want to feel. And so the big, the big and the small answer to how I have stayed all these years and how he has stayed, like, let's not do him the disservice of acting like he's less than human because he's in prison. He didn't have to stay with me. We didn't have to stay together. This is a choice we've both made. And it's like, it's crazy to me. And I just had that realization that people say, how do you stay? But you know what? He's stayed too. And he's not desperate. And I've never looked at him like that. I've never looked at him as a victim. We have not looked at each other as victims. We have done What I believe is the best thing we can do for everybody, which is see them as capable, see them as whole, see them as, you know, being able to live up to whatever potential that they want. And by doing that, you actually lend this good energy to them, this energy that allows them to sort of, like, I think of a flower that's like coming up and starting to bloom. And it's like, you're like the sunlight. That's allowing that flower to kind of shine and go, yeah, you're right. I am this. And that's what my husband and I did for each other for all of these years. So guys, if you are in relationships and you're struggling in relationships Stop looking for your happiness in those relationships. Start taking, start bringing the happiness to the relationship. I mean, what about that? What about, and this is why I talk about self-accountability and unoffendability can change and save the world. Because what if instead of thinking that somebody else needs to change so you feel good, you decided to start feeling good on your own. What if you decided that I'm going to contribute? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are we waiting for other people to make us feel good? Why are we, you know, doing things and then expecting other people? Like, when is it that we are going to decide that feeling good is the most important thing? It's not principle, the principle of the matter. It's not, you know, oh, but it's wrong or whatever. It's none of that, those things. Like, when is it that you decide that feeling good is the most important thing? Because once you decide that you're going to start making changes in your life that may not look normal to other people, but they are going to be freeing and they are going to be liberating to you because you will have decided that. Feeling good is more important than anything else. And so like we we start being easier about things and we start letting people off the hook. Now, let me just say letting people off the hook. And I had a situation recently and I'm going to do a podcast about it. But, you know, somebody did something that that I personally was below a standard that I have. And so I gave them the benefit of the doubt. And the benefit of the doubt in that situation was not what her intention was. It was that I knew it wasn't about me and so when you can just do that when you can just give yourself the benefit of the doubt give that person the benefit of the doubt and find the space where you feel good and then keep it moving you're doing like just think of the benefit that you're having not just to yourself but to the people around you like you're really becoming a like kind of like a badass spiritual teacher by showing people that no i'm not soft this doesn't make me soft this doesn't make me have less of an opinion it doesn't make me um be like a doormat or anything like that. What it does is it shows people it through my actions, how strong I am and how like balanced and centered and un, you know, offendable that I am. Like, I don't require your approval and it's okay. Like I love you anyways. So anyway, y'all, I hope you have an amazing day. I hope that you decide that feeling good is the very most important thing and that you start looking in your life. Like where are you, where are you holding people on the hook? Where are you telling people that they have to be a certain thing or telling situations that they have to be a certain thing so that you feel good? And how can you take your power back out of that and decide that you're going to be self accountable and unoffendable? All right, guys, have a great day.